I don't need a sweetheart. Millie repeated the five words over and over to herself as the train puffed its way back to King's Cross. I don't need a sweetheart. I don't need a sweetheart. I don't need a sweetheart. Wasn't it interesting, she reflected, how if she put the emphasis on different words, the meaning changed. But it was always true. She, 18-year-old Millie Woods from Bow, East London, absolutely, definitely, and whatever other fancy words her friends Nora and Liza might care to throw at the matter, didn't need a sweetheart. Not now, not ever. Women were fine on their own, weren't they? They were proving that by doing all the jobs their menfolk used to do before the men went off to war. Women were doing things that no one had dreamed possible even a year ago. Just look at her own family. There was nothing women couldn't do, and at some point, hopefully sooner rather than later, they were darned well going to get the vote as they deserved. So, no, Millie didn't need a man. And she didn't want a man, for that matter. After what Pa had done to Ma, after what Maggie's husband had done to her, well, you couldn't trust any of them, could you? It was just better, easier, to stay away from the lot of them. But last night had threatened to change all that. Liza, her best friend from the Home Depot, had invited Millie and their other best friend, Nora, up to her home in Hertfordshire for the annual Woodhampstead fundraising ball, and a very jolly occasion it had been too. James, another friend from the Home Depot, had been there too, and, oh, the way he had looked at Liza as he twirled her around the dance floor. Everyone at work knew that Liza and James had been getting closer and closer over the past few months, but last night it had been obvious the two were mad for each other. Liza was a sensible, no-nonsense girl, and not given to wild displays of emotion, but anyone could see that she was positively glowing. And then Liza's brother Ned had asked Nora to dance, and even though Nora, for all her mansions and grand relatives and fancy ways, was a liability on the dance floor, Ned hadn't been able to tear his gaze away from her. Part of Millie longed to be looked at like that, to be held and twirled and admired, to be handled as though she was a piece of that delicate china that was sold up the Roman and that Ma always scoffed at because it wouldn't last five minutes at home. To be desired. To be loved. There. She'd admitted it, if only to herself. But she couldn't afford to think like that. Even if men said they loved you and made you pretty promises, it didn't last. Men hurt you. They betrayed you. They let you down. She was much better off on her own. Thoughts like this got Millie all the way to King's Cross, onto the tube, and accompanied her on her short walk home. Clear today? came a voice as Millie reached the front gate. It was Ruth, their next-door neighbour, appearing in her doorway. Ruth was always appearing in her doorway, the more so since her husband had gone to France. Today, she was nodding sagely up at the blue autumnal skies, and Millie knew exactly what she meant. Without cloud cover, there was unlikely to be a Zeppelin attack that night, and thank goodness for that. Even though everyone was putting on a brave face, They'd all been on tenterhooks since the last silent, deadly attack barely two weeks ago, and everyone was in desperate need of a good night's sleep. Thank goodness for that, said Millie fervently, opening the gate and gently pushing away their tailless mouse a cat with her foot. 
She was exhausted after the late night and not in the mood for small talk. Millie walked up the black and red flagstone path to the front door, put her key in the lock and swung open the front door. The house was so tiny. At least it was compared to Liza's. Oh, Liza wasn't rich, not by any means. Her family were shopkeepers and ran Wood Hampstead's general provision store. And Liza's house was hardly palatial. It was nothing compared to Nora's huge white house next to the Regent's Park, and it didn't even have running water for goodness sake. But it was very spacious. Liza actually had her own bedroom, and it all smelt deliciously of ham and tea and butter from the adjoining shop, and her clean, wholesome village was so different to Millie's crowded, dirty London neighbourhood with its starving animals and filthy tenements. Her road, at least, was clean and respectable, but go a couple of hundred yards in any direction and it was a very different story. Millie knew they were all one small step away from penury in the workhouse.